Hi and welcome to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. Are you ready to reveal some superpowers of the great minds of the tourism industry? Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Stephen Kaufer, co-founder, president and chief executive officer at TripAdvisor. Welcome Thank you. very much. Stephen, we have a keynote session here in the morning at the beginning of the ITB convention. So let's start with the big picture. You ex right. have a lot of experience during the last decades, more than 20 years experience. I would like to ask you, how has the tourism industry developed over the last 20 years? And what is your um, forecast for the future? What will happen in the future? How will the travel industry move forward? Certainly. So, I, you know, so many people in this room are just absolutely in love with travel. And if you think about what's happened in the past couple of decades, travel has become much more available to so many more people all around the globe. It's gotten less expensive. It's gotten less frightening. And I think TripAdvisor's played a small role in that, such that people are able to take small trips, large trips, see the world, And maybe some of them are actually coming back home being a little less xenophobic, a little less worried about how other people are and more inclusive in terms of a global community. When you think specifically, people are taking more trips, they're taking trips and they're using their smartphone because it's available for information in destination to help make that trip comfortable. They're relying upon recommendations from their friends from websites, from lots of different internet sites that help people make sure they're getting the best price, make sure or help them find the absolute best experience to form the absolute best memories that they can on these trips. Much of what I just talked about just wasn't possible 20, let alone 50 years ago, and is still evolving. When you ask where do I think it's going, imagine 10 years from now, not 20, 30 years, but five, mm. 10 max, that phone in your pocket, that computer is going to be able to offer the ultimate personal recommendations of where you want to go, what you want to do, suggestions that may not have occurred to you, but so many people that you know that you trust will be able to suggest, allow you to easily find the best price, book it on the spur of the moment, and go and have the amazing memory, that amazing trip that, that everyone wants. And right now, what I just described, it, it's actually technically possible, but no company, including <laughs> our own, have really mastered being able to deliver that concisely at the time you want it to a, to a high degree. So it will be more personalized, more custom-made. Personalized, way more information, uh, condensed so you can digest it on the go. Uh, again, using so many of the new capabilities to, uh, to stay at a hotel if you want, a rental over here, a unique local experience, touching all the different aspects of what can make a, yeah. a trip great. Okay. Stephen, I'm quite sure that everybody in the audience knows TripAdvisor. Nevertheless, not everybody knows all the key figures regarding TripAdvisor. Can you name the most important ones to give a better impression what TripAdvisor is and does? Sure. Uh, so uh, close to half a 
billion people a month visit uh, our site or use our app, over 700 million reviews and opinions, uh, God knows how many candid photos so you can really get the experience that you want. We have 360 panos and other ways to immerse yourself in, in lodging or other categories. People might have started uh, using TripAdvisor to read a hotel review, but we've grown so far beyond that to really help travelers plan their entire trip. It's the memories of the vacation that we're really striving to make sure you as a traveler come away with. And what you do on the trip, the experiences, uh, the ways you experience in local hospitality, local activities, local food, all those pieces are part of our equation. We have, you know, six or eight million restaurants on the site. We've got uh, hundreds of thousands of things to do, everywhere to go. All, almost all of it or more and more of it is becoming bookable for the convenience of, of the traveler. Plan that entire trip on TripAdvisor is really where we're headed. Mm, okay. When we have a look at the future role of TripAdvisor, now it's possible to book, but not to do that booking at TripAdvisor. Uh, do you think that it will be possible in the future that TripAdvisor will be an OTA that you can book trips at yeah, there's, there's TripAdvisor directly? Uh, you can already book some things on TripAdvisor directly. That amazing helicopter tour that you want to take of the Grand Canyon, yeah, that's bookable on TripAdvisor. Not because we feel we need to be in the booking business. You want to book a, 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 an, an Accor or a Marriott hotel, you, you don't have to do that on TripAdvisor. Mm -hmm. Book it anywhere you want. We want to be the source of information to help make sure our travelers are making the right decision. In hotels, that's making sure that we've pulled together all of the pricing from everyone that's going to sell that hotel room and let our travelers pick where they want to book. Do you want to book it on the hotel website? Do you want to book it on your favorite OTA? Maybe book it on TripAdvisor, but probably not, and that's fine with us. Mm -hmm. When it comes to the helicopter tour, we want to make sure every tour provider offering helicopter rides of the Grand Canyon is listed on TripAdvisor, is reviewed on TripAdvisor, and some of those might want to make themselves bookable on TripAdvisor. That would be great because it's empowering to the consumer to be able to book that you know, unique experience before they go, as opposed to getting there and perhaps it not being available. Okay. Steve, you have tough competition in our travel industry everywhere. So my next question is, what, uh, whom do you regard as your main competitors? There are many companies in the customer journey uh, who fight for the buy button. <laughs> Where, what are your main competitors? So we certainly, I mean, travel is phenomenally big as an industry. Of course, there's a tremendous number of terrific companies out there that provide a very valuable service. We, we like to think we're one of them, but we're certainly not the, not the only one. When we look out at winning the hearts and minds of our travelers, the thing we need to make sure we do is deliver the best possible choice, selection, pricing, convenience, tie it together in one trip. Where do people start traveling today? A lot of people still start on search engines. And so we want people to be starting on TripAdvisor. So if I look out over the years, I'd say our biggest competition would be the biggest search engines in each company. Okay. In each country. 
What about Airbnb, for example? Airbnb, we have them tomorrow on stage, and mm -hmm. they um, will open their plans and uh, tell that they try to become a travel super brand. Is it then it, more competition? Uh, certainly, Airbnb has a terrific brand. Uh, they, they've brought, they, among others, have brought alternative accommodations to the forefront. Uh, But nobody that I've ever met thinks everyone will be booking their place to stay on Airbnb. Hotel companies are not going to go out of business. All the hotel companies I know are actually doing quite well. People, when planning trips, are looking for a broad range of options. And so many come to TripAdvisor and then come back to TripAdvisor because they know we have almost everything possible in the lodging category, in attractions, things to do, restaurants, how to get around, tipping etiquette, whatever you need on the trip, we want to make sure you can find it on TripAdvisor. So where there are some alternative lodging capabilities out there, we'd love to have that inventory also for display on TripAdvisor. But no, when I think of overall landscape, I wouldn't rank Airbnb as a top competitor because they're, a, they're an accommodation supplier, which is great, but yeah. not specifically what we do. Okay. So now let's come to the next, I think, quite important question. I think this is also what the uh, audience is referring to when they say, I am not fully informed about the strategic plans. Your publishing platform that you have opened uh, some months ago to brands and influencers, Uh, Stephen, could you explain the functionality and the benefits of these publishing platform offered to brands and influencers? What, what is it? I would be <laughs> delighted to. Uh, when, when you look at really what goes into a great travel decision planning site, when you think of what you as travelers do when you, when you plan a trip, you got to pick the destination. You got to figure out where you're going to stay. You want to make it magical. So you need to figure out what you're going to do when you get there, where you're going to eat, where are you going to shop, all these different aspects. Today, you're asking your friends. Maybe you're reading some top lists from brands or social influencers. Maybe you're Uh, getting that trip itinerary from a buddy of yours. All of these are fantastic ways that we've all made decisions about how to travel. Now, TripAdvisor in the past has had 700 million reviews and opinions. That's great. That's a terrific uh, conglomeration of the wisdom of crowds. The anonymous reviewers that come in and rank everything under the sun. Terrific. But not all that our travelers are looking for. They're looking for the top 10 list from some other sources as well. Great. With the new TripAdvisor, you can now find those top 10 lists on TripAdvisor. You can see amazing videos produced by, uh, uh, by a travel brand here, by National Geographic there, that will inspire you, stuff that we never had on TripAdvisor before. So it fills a role in inspiration. It fills a role in recommendations. You can get your social media friends to connect on TripAdvisor so that when I go to Berlin, I can actually see where my friends have stayed and see whether they like those places. I can see what they've done, the magical experiences that they have had, and I can say, hey, I'd love to do that as well. And so it takes the, call it an encyclopedia that TripAdvisor was, and turns it into a much more inspirational vehicle 
for getting advice from your friends and the brands and the influencers that you trust. And the big thrust of the new TripAdvisor was bringing that to the forefront in a travel feed, allowing you to save the various places that you want to go, places that you want to stay, into things we call trips, sharing those trips with your friends, with your traveling companions, so that you could actually plan the entire vacation on our site and our vision this is not going to sound terribly romantic or anything, but our vision is that just as many of us will still have a pad of paper and a pencil and a notebook to write down all the different things I might want to do on this trip, keeping track of all the different pieces, uh, and an email folder to keep track of all the tips that my friends have suggested or an itinerary conf uh, confirmation from, uh, from an airline or something, let TripAdvisor be the repository of all that information. Let us help you plan the trip, share it in a shared vehicle that can document where you're going, what you're thinking of, save it so that you can refer to it, and of course then potentially share it back out with your friends after the trip. Mm -hmm. That's a nice uh, summary of the new TripAdvisor and to, to some degree where we're headed as a company. Yeah. So in the end, it's a much better travel experience that you can expect. The product is much better designed to the specific needs of the travelers. Pretty much everything we do is aimed at the needs of the traveler. There's so many different ways that we could help, but we do feel that people come to us specifically for the best recommendations. We're a very well-trusted source. That's what generates all of our repeat usage. Adding that trust layer with trust from your friends, recommendations from your friends, and from the branded and social media influencers who many people will turn to for that next idea. Yeah. What, what role, which role does artificial intelligence, big data, machine learning, all that stuff, all the big buzzwords that we talk about here at the ITB convention play in this uh, process? So, uh, great question. <laughs> I talked earlier about, hey, the The, the travel in the future is going to be a, a concise, trusted recommendation personalized for you. Wow, that's really hard to do for anyone involved, for, for any company involved in, a tra in something like a travel purchase, which is relatively infrequent. So we need to use some of these technologies, our, our, uh, our machine learning system, to understand who this traveler is, We may not know a lot about them as an individual, but what el who else are they like? So that we can surface the recommendations that you might want to go to Malaysia. That could be the perfect spot for you because of these other characteristics that we've seen of people like you. And when we do a good job with that match, everyone's happy. The traveler found something easier. The, the destination found a tourist that's going to be excited about what works for them. And again, it, mm -hmm. it, it works for everyone when you can get a great recommendation going. Is that the reason that you, in the beginning, mentioned that uh, search engines are very strong competitors because they have much more information about our daily life and not only on the not-so-frequent travel bookings? Is that the reason behind that you say these are Less so. It, it is true that search engines uh, do track a tremendous amount uh, about you. I... Uh, but no, search engines have done very well at training us that they're the spot to start for everything. Mm 
Mm. So Amazon as a counterpart, well, I start my shopping on Amazon, not, uh, not Google as a search engine. And so we want to follow that same model where you're not starting your search on Google, you're starting it on TripAdvisor. Mm -hmm. Because we'll have an experience that is tailored to what you are looking for. If you search for Miami on TripAdvisor, you're going to get the glories and the reasons to go to Miami and all the best things to do. If you search Miami on uh, Google, you might get the Miami Dolphins football team. You might get Miami real estate. Who knows what you would get? We're going to deliver you something specific for travel. Okay. Stephen, let us talk a little bit about experiences. Experience is a big issue, it's a big topic. We have a, a core segment here, a new segment at the ITB convention. Our, our second session immediately after our session here focuses on in-destination services and experience, as you might know. So uh, my question is, what is the financial potential of the experiences market segment? Can you explain it a little bit for us? Sure, various research studies have it at between 150 and 250 billion dollars. It's kind of one of the last untapped, from our perspective, opportunities for travelers to get what they're looking for. The research, the recommendations, the price checks, the bookability on something that they are going to be spending meaningful dollars on when they are in destination. There's a category of things that you as a traveler really should book in advance because you don't want to get there and have it sold out. You don't want to take the tour you weren't really interested in. You want to take the one piece or the, the half a dozen uh, tours activities that will make the memories for your trip. And then you'll fill in, if you're like most travelers, you'll fill in The other things that you are, I'm going to keep Thursday afternoon free and we'll figure out what to do when we get there. We'll pick up recommendations from people we talk to or we'll open up our app and we'll see what's nearby and we'll look and we'll say, yes, this looks like a really great opportunity and I'd love to be able to book a ticket to that museum before I actually get there and find that it's not available. So all of that is an opportunity for us, for other attraction providers, for the folks building the plumbing between the supplier and the consumer to really be able to bring it all together to help that traveler book as much as they can on their phone, as much as, as they should in advance, uh, and most importantly, be booking the right thing for their expectations. Mm -hmm. Are there some more challenges in this market segment? I think it's a very difficult market segment. Maybe that's the reason that it's the last market segment that is exploited. It, <laughs> uh, it, it is difficult in the sense that there truly are uh, millions of suppliers out there that would like to get online. We have a tremendous demand footprint. There's hundreds of millions of people looking for things to do on TripAdvisor every month. Uh, And uh, we'd love to be able to help the traveler finish that journey, but it's more challenging to connect the bookability and availability to all those players. We're getting there, absolutely. Everyone else is, is, is chasing the same dream because it's a really powerful one for both sides of the equation. Yeah. Um, one of the yeah, activities in a destination is restaurants. Uh, in one of your reports, I've seen that that is your fastest growing business, business unit at TripAdvisor. What are the reasons for this fast growth of restaurants? Uh, so uh, uh, through our subsidiary, The Fork, we have uh, uh, 45, 50,000 restaurants throughout Europe that you can make reservations in, in Australia and 
uh, Brazil as well. We just acquired a company called Restaurando, adding uh, thousands of more restaurants in Latin America. Being able to book a restaurant on your phone conveniently uh, just is easier than making a telephone call. Most consumers go for convenience, done. The fork also has the capability uh, and the advantage of being able to offer a discount, 20% off your meal, free entree, uh, things that restaurants offer as specials to lure people in. Consumers always love saving money, and when they're looking to try a new restaurant, that's a great opportunity. So again, it's one of those win-win opportunities given the amount of demand that we have on the Fork platform as well as TripAdvisor. Part of the growth is the media offering. If you own a restaurant, you'd love to get essentially an ad in front of our audience about why your restaurant is terrific. We offer that. Uh, it helps uh, shift demand around in a destination. Tourists tend to spend more dollars when they are in market eating. So it's again, it's a good client to have. And it's, it's somewhat replacing the notion that as you check into your hotel, uh, the concierge has been given a, uh, an extra bonus if they give you a two-for-one coupon at the restaurant across the street. Hey, this is recommendations from thousands of other people saying this restaurant is great, and now the restaurant's offering you uh, uh, a coupon or something to, uh, to help you make that decision. So it's a great business for us. Okay. When we talk about customer review sites, um, I think we have to uh, tackle the question regarding fraud. Uh, Steve, I'm quite sure you heard this question several times. It's a big issue also for the media. They always ask yeah, how much percentage it's fraud yeah, and what are you doing against it. Now, can, can you explain us just what the legal status is regarding fraud and, and how big that problem is for you as TripAdvisor? Uh, sure. It's something that, you know, obviously we take very seriously. If you think about it from our perspective, our reputation, our livelihood as a company is based upon whether travelers believe the reviews and recommendations on TripAdvisor. If we don't do a great job with this, people aren't going to come back. And if you look at our traffic over the years, everyone keeps coming back. Because they read the reviews, they looked at the recommendations, and it turned out to be true. That's the best statement I can make about how uh, we care about fraud. We have hundreds of people that uh, work to, make, to, to minimize the amount that's ever on the site, and that it works as evidenced by people coming back. Now, uh, there was actually just a case, fraud, committing fraud itself is illegal in most countries. Uh, we uh, enjoy helping to make life super difficult for people that wish to commit fraud on our site, write fake reviews. We were thrilled to be working with some prosecutors in Italy where uh, they found we helped them find somebody who was actually writing fraudulent reviews as a business. Uh, and we're like, yeah, we helped put him in jail. It was actually the first case that I was aware of where the prosecutors went after somebody, uh, uh, find him, and locked him up. And so that's the consequence if you're in business to defraud us or, or any other side. And we love everyone to know about that. It's just not a business you want to be in. So no. I, uh, so yes, we take fraud very seriously. No, it's not a particular problem on our site because we have 19 years experience working on this and frankly do a very good job. Okay. 
Now we start to run a little bit out of time, but we have some questions from the audience, I guess. So let's have a look at some questions from the audience, Steve. Let us start with the first one. How do you plan to compete with rising popularity of Google reviews? First question. So Google uh, does have a bunch of reviews. They follow you around. So if you've been to a restaurant, uh, they will often pop up and ask, hey, what did you think? Uh, and as I talk about Google as a competitor to TripAdvisor, I do worry about that. What Google doesn't seem to have that TripAdvisor has in spades is the trust around the recommendations that are surfaced. And so when we do our surveys, yes, Google has a tremendous quantity of reviews, but they don't yet have, and I hope they never do have, the I'm going to go to Google or I'm going to go to TripAdvisor to read about this establishment and make a decision based upon it. So quantity was never the only name of the game. Uh, you know, we, we are the first to acknowledge you have 1,000 reviews here or you have 20,000 reviews. Doesn't matter. 1,000 is plenty. And TripAdvisor has plenty of reviews and almost everywhere, plus the candid photos, plus the reviews from your friends, plus the trust component. So we're in pretty good shape on that one. Okay. This also refers to the next question. How does the ranking system on TripAdvisor works? As it is not only based on the score, but also on the amount of reviews and probably also who is writing the review? Uh, a great question. Uh, not quite uh, assuming the correct answer there. So Yes, we do. It is not a straight average of all the scores. We weight the reviews uh, for the ones written more recently are weighted stronger than the older ones. There isn't a magic floor number, but we are aware that if you as a consumer are looking at, you know, three, five bubble reviews of a property, you're like, all right, that's probably pretty good, but there are only three reviews. I'm not sure about it yet. But if you look at another property that has uh, 500 five bubble reviews, I'm like, yes, that one is strong. That's great. And all our ranking algorithm tries to do is mimic what goes on in traveler heads, in, in travelers, when they think about, yes, I do care a lot about the quantity because that conveys reliability. And so the ranking score is uh, uh, primarily what is your actual score? Second, recency, and third, we do care if we have more reviews rather than a few. But just to be clear for anyone paying close attention, whether you have 5,000 reviews or 1,000 reviews isn't going to make a difference because that's still plenty of reviews. So bigger establishments don't, by definition, have an advantage. Okay. I think we should also answer the next question because we have many destination representatives here at ITB. So the next question is how can DMOs utilize TripAdvisor for destination marketing? So we have a, a lot of DMOs that use TripAdvisor uh, very frequently. So it's a significant part of our business because we have close to half a billion travelers per month. We see billions of people over the course of the year visiting TripAdvisor. Some looking for a specific property, but a lot coming to our homepage. Hey, where should I go? I'm looking to be inspired. So we have destination marketing advertising products geared specifically to help uh, allow destinations to show off why their, why their uh, tourist site 
is particularly relevant for a set of our travelers. We help with targeting, uh, source markets. We recently uh, announced a brand new advertising product, which is on our homepage. Uh, so on desktop and, and the phone, there's a picture. It's a gorgeous picture of a place to go. Where is that place to go? It needs to be a great place to go. So if you've got a you're representing a, a terrible destination, don't come and, and try to bribe this product. We won't sell it to you. It needs to be an awesome place. And then that's great exposure on the homepage of TripAdvisor. Uh, beyond that, I think we work, I suspect at some stage, we work with uh, every or almost every DMO in the hall here. So it's a big part of our business. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then let's take the last question here from the audience. 30 persons upvoted this question. How can we, I think it must be verify the authenticity of comments on TripAdvisor. And so again, this, this comes to the notion of reviews. And uh, certainly if, if you're a business owner and you think that, hey, something is fishy, you press the button that says report this and it goes through an extra manual review process on our end. So we've got that. If as an owner you don't like the review, you can always respond for free on our site. That's part of the two-way dialogue that we have. But the fundamental question of like, are the reviews authentic? The answer is we want, we allow, we encourage everyone to share their experience and the volume of reviews and the fact that they're not forward reviews. This place was not very good. You know, this is not a useful review. We won't allow it on the site. We're looking for something that's detailed that's going to help the next traveler. And with our fraud detection algorithms, we don't have the, the challenge that you might think. Again, been doing it for so long, been so trusted, so many people coming back. And I dare say if you actually take the trip looking at the reviews, you'll find them stunningly reflective of, uh, of your experience. Okay. So we have reached the end. Therefore, I have one last question, Stephen. Um, when we circle back to the big picture, how, where is our world moving? Um, let's come to some geopolitical issues. What is your prospect regarding global economy, geopolitical crisis, societal deve development? I have read that you are very engaged in these questions, very much interested in this. What's your perspective on these big picture issues? So, so as, as a, a global company involved in tourism, which is literally taking people from one part of the globe and letting them experience a different part, we take our, our role pretty seriously. We love to be able, where we can, to help travelers experience a different part of the world and come home and make that other part of the world less intimidating, less worrisome, less threatening as so many countries around the world pull inwards. Travel's a great eye-opener for, for people. Specific to like how TripAdvisor itself as a corporation helps, uh, we have a, a meaningful foundation set up. We've been uh, heavily involved in the, uh, in the refugee crisis and this global displacement that's been happening for people all over the globe and how can we as a travel brand raise awareness and how can we as a brand contribute real dollars to help uh, companies, uh, to help individuals. And I mean, Germany has been doing a fantastic job uh, on this and, we love, and we've been supportive in almost every country in which we've been operating. Mm, okay. 
So we have run a little bit out of time and therefore we have to come to an end. Let's ask the same question once again, ladies and gentlemen, in, as in the beginning. Uh, can we once again uh, have our live voting, please? Please go to the Slido side uh, with a question that we had at the beginning of our session, which has been, TripAdvisor's strategic development plans convince me a lot, do not convince me. I'm not familiar with this plan, so Stephen, you were very successful, only 6%, uh, annoying. <laughs> Good, but there is a majority of above 50% who say they convince me a lot. Thanks very much. All right, my pleasure. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Travel Hero podcast by ITB. If you like what you heard, make sure to check in soon again and subscribe to our channel to know when it's time to reveal another Travel Hero story. 